Hello and welcome yet again to another episode of the Eurovision Division podcast, the podcast where we try to talk about all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. This is episode 15, we have lots of songs to go, so let's just not waste any more time. Wait, I haven't introduced my co-host. It's me! It's her. It's me. You don't need to know my name. Let's not talk about names. Let's talk some more about cultural identity, and let's talk about the English language at Eurovision. Too much of it. Too much of it, which makes it an extreme shame when a song wins its national selection in the language of that country and then gets changed to English for the contest. Um, unfortunately, that happens a lot because people have the idea that the English language is a more universal thing and that it will appeal to more people and their ideas. Like, I want the message of my song to be clear. As a kid, I always liked it when there was a song in the country's language and then the commentator had to quickly, before the song started, like say what the song was about. Exactly. But yeah, I don't know if that then gives an unfair advantage to... England or to France or well, something. Well, I believe I believe that that's the reason that the language rule was abolished uh, at the end of the 90s because Ireland had won four times in the 90s, the the UK had won uh, and the UK had come second most of every country ever. So I mean, there was definitely an advantage to the UK just for singing in English because it's it was so understandable. So, so now everyone gets to sing in English, but it's a shame uh, that there are so many songs yeah, I get it. in English. And it's mostly a shame that a song that wasn't in English gets changed to an English song. That's what happened this year with the song that was originally called Perale, which means fairy tale. The song in English is still called fairy tale. Um, I'm going to hate this. It's being performed by Eneda Tarifa for Albania. Albania! Albania has a history of changing their songs to English and then kind of shooting themselves in the foot uh, because of that. But yeah, we knew that this would be changed to English, but we didn't know if it would be entirely in English. But it's it's just an English song now. This is Eneda Tarifa for Albania with Perale. No, with Fairy Tale Love. <laughs> Okay. It sounds so good, like so James Bondy, like kind of weird, like slow pacing with some strange instruments in there. I really, really like the instrumentation. Uh, the song, I would have liked it better in Albanian, I think. The interesting thing is, I think most people feel the opposite of what you just said. The original instrumentation for this song was very dramatic and very big and the the revamp that changed it to English stripped it back a lot. So during the choruses you get very little there. Yeah. They're very minimalistic. I I get it, but the contrast with what it originally was this really high belter in Albanian is very big. Um I liked that a lot better. 
yeah, this feels like it's lost some of the power that it did have. But again, we're just judging, you know, based on this, because this is what people will be hearing yeah. uh, in, in Stockholm. I do think that, like, the voice and the singing is a bit too big for the instrumentation. Because it did sometimes seem like the voice and the instrumentation didn't fit together at all. Like, she was just singing a different song on top of a backing track. That wasn't the same song. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But then at times I was just distracted by how pretty that music was in the background. She yells a lot while her yelling voice isn't that good. A bit like Poland, there was just a constant tone of voice. I feel like there's a li- it's a little more subtle and sensual in the verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the chorus is always the same chorus yeah that's true there's There's no key change there's no real build in in that chorus i think i think that also has a lot to do with the instrumentation and the fact that it 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 seems so stripped back and minimalist but it stays that way it might be a conscious choice but that just makes it so that it doesn't feel like it can build if you're gonna win eurovision you need at least one key change i don't know if that's true it's probably not true but Key changes are, are, are mostly a thing of the past, though we're seeing quite a few this year, and I'm really happy because they, they are very exciting. They're so great. I just hope that she wears a better dress in the performance. She wears um, three dresses in the music video, I think. Yeah. The one that she's wearing on the white stairs in the sky, that's a dope dress. It's the, one, like that the one. one with the hood the that one she closes it's a good, in front yeah, of her eyes. Kind of weird, but then there's the white one that's... That doesn't really fit well, uh, but it's still I, like I, I quite, I quite fine. like that. I quite okay. like it. And then there's the one where she's on a swing, and that dress is the most god awful thing I've ever seen. I think the swing scenes in the music video are also the weakest um, in terms of how they're shot. It just goes like, well, the camera's going to be tilting here, the camera's going there. Um, doesn't really add much to the story of the fairy tale. But speaking of the story, the fairy tale, what is the fairy tale? Um, that she would do anything for her lover, that she would fight for them, give her life for them, and then it's like, maybe sometimes there's no water. That's what she says! Did she say that? She says, sometimes there's no water. And then it just dissolves into gibberish. I think she says there comes a day when there's not enough what you have and the time is up. What? There comes a day when it's not enough what you have and the time is up. It's hard to turn a new page. Something? Gibberish. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but fairy tale. We've had a winner in 2009 from Norway, Alexander Ryback, with a song called Fairy Tale, if you remember. Violin Gang? Yes. Fiddler on the Stage. Um, it doesn't seem to me like it's a good move to give your song a title that's so close to a previous winner's title. Yeah, but fairy tales are really popular right now with all those. Are they? Yeah, everyone is super into fairy tales. Like, not in Eurovision, but, like, all those movies coming out with the horrible style, all that Disney stuff that's that's getting really popular again. So, of those, which fairy tale do you think Aneta Tarifa's talking about? Is it one that we know? It's not even a fairy tale. Mm -hmm. Is it one that we know? I don't know. I have no idea. But, I mean, for that matter, Alexander Rebach 
also didn't really talk about a specific fairy tale. He said, I'm in love with a fairy tale, even though it hurts. Also makes I don't very care little sense. If I lose my mind, because I'm already cursed. Not romantic, scary, and toxic. So, subject of the song, not fantastic. Lyrics of the song, not huh? fantastic. Instrumentation, interesting. Yeah, like there's enough things I like about it to give it some points, but there's also enough that I don't like about it that it's not that it's not going to go over that edge of I like it. Yeah. So hopefully at least she brings uh, some fantastic gownage to the stage. Let's hope so. Has has some interesting uh, visual stuff going on there. No at least prince. we'll have that. Oh no, not a white horse. Not a, a white horse? Prince on a white horse. I meant like on the dress, no prince. Oh, I thought because it's a fairy tale you said prince. Anyway, that's what we think about Albania and Aneda Tarifa's fairy tale. Let us know if you agree. Let us know if you disagree. Let us know what your shoe size is. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's cool. That's a good one. That's it for us. You'll hear from us in the next episode. Uh, see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.